everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Hi, it's Akshaya. <laughs> Why did you say hi? <laughs> oh my god. This is the third time that we're recording this intro. <sighs> it's been a rough week, guys. But we're back. My name is Malavika. I already said what my name was. No, you didn't. I did. It's Akshaya. Okay, anyways, what is this week's podcast episode about? Today, we're going to be talking about drinking. Drinking, um, drinking, drinking culture in America, um, specifically college, our attitude about it before, um, I guess when we started <laughs> drinking and now. So I guess this is such a broad topic, um, especially because drinking culture is so prevalent these days, especially post pandemic. I feel like, I mean, obviously before the pandemic, it was still very much a thing in people's lives but post-pandemic because people were at home all the time not really doing things I feel like it kind of boomed yeah yeah also I think it's interesting um I mean we can only speak for like America so for our listeners who are not in America do let us know what it's like in your country um but the drinking age legally I would like to make that distinction is 21 However, it is very common for people to be exposed to it or at least start um, earlier, like some in high school, some in college. Um, And I would say that unlike other countries, like, for example, I know in Europe and Canada, it's lower. um, So people can kind of try it and figure out what their limits are earlier in life in America because you're waiting for so long and there's such a like coolness associated with it um and you know people go to parties it's like social events i think a lot of people start early before it's legal and then there's no real regulation or like culture around it other than um like binge drinking essentially and you have to do it like covertly you have to get in as much alcohol as you can essentially like the end mission would be to get drunk Mm -hmm. and I think conversely too there are those instances where people are exposed to it at a young age but they have you know a really strict family life or really strict parents where unfortunately they have to do they have to bend over backwards to kind of hide that they're trying to do that which right which makes them riskier yeah puts themselves in a um, unsafe position most of the time I mean if you're already underage and drinking you're in an unsafe position regardless yeah, but yeah. Um, you know we see that a lot of the times people want to hide it from their parents and end up making poor decisions so that is a huge part of people's high school and early college so let me ask you this right um, I'm kind of outing myself as a loser right now when I was in high school I never went to like a party where there was alcohol. The first sip that I ever had, like as in, you know, an adult let me try part of their drink was when I was like 18, 17, 18. But it wasn't even like at a party. It was we were at a restaurant and our older cousin was like, here, do you want to try a sip of this? And that was like it. That was the extent of it. So um, what do you think the experience is in high school like the culture around it which I guess I kind of outed you too hmm um yeah I feel like in high school at least here I can we can pretty much outline our generational differences as someone who's properly in gen z 
Um, there definitely were lots of high school parties with all the popular kids where they would go and some super rich person's parents would either not care or be out of town or something and they'd invite everybody over and go raid their parents alcohol cabinets which like what how does how do your parents not realize like I don't know right like how do you replace what's gone it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me um but those those were super common in high school I feel like but um I definitely had my first experience earlier than you I think I was like 16 or 17 which now looking back on it was definitely super young, but I think it did in a lot of ways teach me how to be responsible uh, when I went into college. Um, Not that I was necessarily responsible. We'll get to that later, (laughs) but um, yeah, I think, I think a lot of people around me were doing it, but I will say I never felt pressured to do it. Did you ever feel pressured? Well, I, that was like, me and my friends, um, we literally had no access to it. And we were so, like, cocooned in our own shenanigans. Like, I think we were really innocent. It's not like we knew, didn't know, I mean, that it was going on. We just kind of never felt, like, the need to do it. So, yeah, I don't know. That's that's a good like place we knew that other people were doing it you know mm-hmm. like other people had parties and stuff we would hear about it like through the grapevine in class but I mean thinking back on my own personal experience I never really like thought that I wanted to go to a party you know like even in tv you would see it and I would just think to myself like where are people going you know and where I mean maybe I just wasn't invited but I, you know, it was weird. I was like, I don't know where these things are going on. Not that they weren't. I mean, they definitely were. So how about the notorious and infamous senior week? Okay. Um, oh, which we should probably explain what senior week yeah, is. Yeah, so people. we went to school in Maryland. Um, senior week is like for essentially a week after graduation. Um, it's like tradition for seniors to go to Ocean City which is like the beach in Maryland um, that's like most frequented and you like rent a house or a a, a condo or whatever. And essentially you just go like out of control and party for a week. (laughs) Like the entire town is um, set up that week to kind of accommodate the students. Like there's specific shuttles, there's people who, um, are there for like information um there's like 18 plus venues where you can like go and dance and hang out um like it's very much a thing that's recognized and very accepted I would say and you want to you want to go to senior week. yeah like senior week I mean not everyone went to Ocean City like some people chose to do senior week at different beaches or like do another trip but like you were going to see everyone from your high school there basically um and like if you were cool you were going to be there and so obviously (laughs) you had to be cool um but I you know in true nerd fashion left senior week early to uh do a rehearsal for the local symphony that I was guest playing with so I didn't even stay the entire week I don't remember that yeah you came to pick me up did I really yeah you and our parents and then we like had a hotel room and then we just like went on the ocean city boardwalk and then I went home oh my gosh yeah but what about you like 
your experience was a little different i mean senior week was like the craziest week of my life at that point (laughs) i was 17 um and it was like the party week like it was fun it was it was a lot of fun for sure we i had a like condo or whatever with my friends and we just like I don't even know. We went to the beach. We laid out, which like I actually don't like to do at all. So I, you know, but like when you're in high school, you put up a front because you want to act like you're cool. Yeah. So I was just like laying out on the beach, kind of suffering. And then um, honestly, the days kind of flew by. Like we just walked around the boardwalk and we got food and we drank and we got food and then we drank some more. So, (laughs) you know, it was a lot. But um I will say, I think because that wasn't the first time that I had done it, it like I felt comfortable. Right. That's um, I, that's a difference with me because that was the first time for me. Mm-hmm. And we had like a very limited <laughs> supply. <laughs> so we were like rationing it out. It was so dumb too because we literally did not go to any parties. Like none. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I don't think I did either. We were like in our own condo that was it but that's like so fun it in is, its own way it is um and it was definitely an experience um which like obviously looking back on it i have different ideas than when i was actually there yeah yeah it was crazy i don't like that was a long time ago so i i don't remember too much but it was kind of boring like there's no expectation to do anything else other than that you know yeah I think there is something to be said though and a point to be brought up by the fact that Ocean City is first of all it's such a known thing senior week especially in Maryland and Ocean City literally gets itself ready for a bunch of underage people to come and drink yeah which that is is how like they close their eyes to it they know it's happening yeah and police cars are there not to get people in trouble to make sure people get home safe yeah um which is just so crazy for me to think about and I'm I'm only 21 now so I'm not you know like I'm in my 30s I'm looking back on the kids you know like I it's only been like four or five years for me but as somebody who just became of age almost a year ago I look back on that time and I'm like what the heck yeah yeah what the heck like I was 17 and now as a 21 year old I barely drink yeah no same like when I think about, I mean, this is not to paint us as like borderline alcoholics because in comparison to everyone around us, we were still extremely tame, I yeah, think. Yeah. Like, you know, compared to what we are like now, there is definitely a difference. But if you, you know, look at what the representation is on TV or something, like we were definitely not that either. Um, I guess let's shift it to college. Like what's the... Uh, environment like in college yeah I mean you went to college before me so how was it when you went to college and you had all four years of school in person yeah so um, essentially you know when you first go your main source is just like you go to these frat parties right Um, which is like a whole other thing like you just go there's this like dingy little basement and you're there and it's just awful like awful is the only way that I can describe it and like people who go to these places like go with the singular goal of just getting messed up Mm -hmm. and then you don't remember it and then you're like whatever happens happens um you know I don't think that we like even compared to people 
who it was very common by the way to go out and drink like friday and saturday and sometimes even sunday or like one day during the week thursday i feel like too yeah there was this thing called thirsty thursdays like it was so common and it felt like your freshman year especially people were just like this is the time to go ham and it was like we were inundated with it absolutely like every weekend if you were out at your friend's dorm hanging out and you came out at like 8 p.m or 9 p.m you would see already like groups of people going off to wherever um and if you you know you were constantly asking like where's everyone going tonight or something and i think you know after the first couple weeks when school work started picking up we definitely like backed off but by that time i had seen some of my friends already get into like very scary situations yeah. yeah where like they were really drunk and some guy was you know trying to hit on them and like take advantage of them or that it was just like they were really drunk and we thought that we would have to take them to the hospital there was this girl i knew who she did have to go to the hospital like she had to go to an ambulance and get her stomach pumped and that was not uncommon that actually happened quite often unfortunately on campus um yeah i think you that is literally freshman year i mean the first thing that people are exposed to is frat parties i think because like especially women like they literally welcome women with open arms they they charge men to enter yeah that's a whole predatory structure as well like you they want a lot of these girls specifically like 18 19 year old girls. i was 17 yeah like and they don't really want that many guys because they it's essentially like frat brothers want to have i don't know first pick or something so weird it's just weird and toxic these seniors that are like 22 it's yeah, so it's disgusting it's disgusting um and like these frat parties are paint paint the picture it's like august september it's 90 degrees outside A dingy basement there's the only kind of alcohol there is are like natty lights or Which like tastes like dishwater or the worst flavored vodka you've ever had in your life. And it's the least hygienic place on campus that could ever exist. And all sweaty bodies are like touching each other, trying to get around. It's just it's the worst thing ever. Um, and you willingly put yourself through it. Yeah, because everybody's doing it and your friends are going. So you want to go and you want to meet people. I mean, your freshman year, you don't know anybody. I mean, Actually, I will say we had the the advantage of going to school. We went to our state school. So a lot of people from our high school went to the same school. I didn't have that many friends in high school. So I actually didn't go to college with that many high school friends. But you did, which was yeah. cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, you go to these parties and you hope to make friends and meet new people. And lots of people go out to like meet their significant others or like they want to hook up with people. You know, like there's yeah. there there is that... I met my ex like out on a night, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, but but that I I feel like it's the first kind of exposure of drinking culture and drinking in college. Meanwhile, you're still underage, by the way. Right, and obviously, you're you're binge drinking essentially, trying to go to these frat parties, and I don't know. It's just very odd because. It's the whole structure is almost made out where if you're not one of those groups of people going to frat row, you're weird or you're or, boring. Yeah, you're boring. You don't want to go out. It's just very odd. And especially when people would say like, oh, I don't drink. 
people would look at them and be like oh why and and poke and prod and it was definitely more of a big deal back then than I feel like it is now yeah and it's interesting because that kind of didn't go away all throughout college like even junior year when people were finally turning 21 you know it was still like binge drinking because you would think that when you have actual access to it and it's not like illegal for you um that people wouldn't do it as much but they still did and the cops and stuff like I would say you know if we go back to the whole frat thing there were cops and they would like shut down those parties and stuff but I don't know it didn't feel that serious because you would just be like oh the cops and then move on to the next place right yeah which is interesting because like obviously the cops knew about it too that something was happening I mean they're not dumb they they're oh there's a street in the uh, university of maryland which is where we went where there's just a ton of bars and cops would be like sitting out there yeah just like watching all these people with their fake ids going inside right and and like the bouncers and the bartenders must have definitely of course known um i mean it's crazy too because that's pretty much how they made their business oh yeah and when that- i turned 21 i never went to those bars yes I mean, I was in school for like three months when I turned 21. But still, even if I was in school then, I don't think you went either when you were 21. I cannot say the same for oh, really? myself. <laughs> I did. I did. That is so funny. Yeah. Um, but you said, so how did freshman year drinking culture and how you felt about it and how you engaged in it, did how did that change throughout your college career? Interestingly enough, um, I definitely grew to like it less like I don't think I really ever was one for it I mean I'm an introvert the the um locations and situations in which you kind of are exposed to all of this are very overstimulating for me you know there's like a lot of noise a lot of people it's it's just a lot um so I never was one who like wanted to do it that often but the way that it was framed is like this is how you get your friend group together you know And for me, like I was in a relationship then. So it would be like, oh, you know, your friends and your partner's friends, like all hanging out together, which was like very fun at that time. Um, And then inevitably there's like drama and fights and stuff. And that's like enough gossip and, you know, drama to keep you sated until the next week when it's like rinse and repeat. And the way that it was structured is that you would get such intense FOMO because that's all anybody would be talking about for the entire week. So if you are not there, then you're missing out on what your entire friend group is doing. And you just kind of feel like what's going on. And it really made you feel like out of the loop. I think that's the worst part and why so many people feel so pressured pressured to engage in it because they're like, this is the only time in the week that I can really spend intentional time with my friends which is actually pretty ironic because it's not intentional time since you're not even in your right state of mind um but obviously back in in those days you think okay well I'm gonna get ready with my friends and then we're gonna go out and we're gonna drink and then before you know it like things start to unravel it goes a little south I would say there really were not that many times in college where I was a good drunk most of the time for me at least it it either was like I wasn't drunk or I had taken it a little too far. 
Yeah, I would. I would agree. Also, like, it's never. It was never really enjoyable either way. Yeah, I know. When like, I say my taking body it, felt like shit. Yeah, I will say that when I say taking it too far, it's not like I was like throwing up every single weekend. It means like I didn't feel good about what I was doing. Yeah, and that would happen more often than not whenever I was drinking, and that's essentially what led both you and I t- to where we are today, which is really not engaging in drinking culture that much at all yeah and it's interesting because like when I graduated um there was like a period of time where I had this friend who was working nearby and our main way of interacting was that we would get happy hour together and that was kind of around the time where I was doing just a general like health kick as in you know I was trying to I was journaling I was just trying to be more intentional about like hobbies and time spent on individual activities and then I just realized that like I didn't want to keep doing it anymore and so I stopped um as in like not that I cut it off cold turkey like if I went to dinner sometimes I would have a glass of wine and that would be it um but yeah I just like completely stopped going out and it just changed my life because at some point I got rid of the FOMO and I just was like, I actually don't give a shit if people are out. Like, I don't want to be there. That is the best feeling. It is absolutely an incredible feeling. I would like if I could bottle that up, I would. Um, and it also just like changed my body, too, because I had more energy. I mean, I was also like exercising more and like working on other things. So it could be an amalgamation of all of those factors. But my body felt better. My mind felt better. Um It was just incredible and it really made me realize how much of our social um like all of the social rituals that we engage in are built around alcohol it's really sad because sometimes i would go and accompany my like then boyfriend at social things and i would not drink and he would and then it's like you're just sober watching people and it's like this is very out of character for some people or like they're just making fools of themselves or sometimes they're just putting themselves in unsafe situations you know it's pretty crazy to sit back and watch and be the sober one because you're like oh did I look like this when I was drunk exactly you're like looking back and just seeing everything through a completely different lens it's a horrible feeling yeah I I would say for me it was a unique experience too because I got my freshman year cut short because of COVID. So I kind of had to do the quit cold turkey thing. Not that I, when we say quit, take it with a grain of salt where we mean like just stop engaging in it. Um, Yeah, I was living at home and obviously I was still underage. I was 18, 19, 20 um, and I was not drinking at home. So I think the second I stopped consistently drinking and going out in college my entire like you said my entire life changed in a good way and for the better I I can't even explain the changes um in freshman year of college I did gain a lot of weight I'm not going to say it's because of one thing or another there are so many factors and so many life changes that you go through at that period of time and specifically for me I was going through a lot of personal changes too which could have contributed to you know my weight gain and the deterioration of my mental health and everything that happened all at the same time, which was that time of my life. Um, but I most definitely know that drinking was a part of that for yes. sure. The amount of weight that just fell off my body when I stopped doing that. It's crazy. And 
you know, we're not saying that we don't drink now at all. We yeah. definitely like do it very recreationally, just like. And it never gets to a point where we're like concerned. You right. You know, it's always like, oh, we're just going to have like a beer and chat and then we leave. Mm-hmm. And it's always just like, oh, like chips and dip and a cocktail or yeah. something, you know? Um, very chill. And it just feels like I have a better relationship with it now because it's not something that I need for a social situation. And it's just something that I'm doing because like I like it. I want to. And then you drink alcohol that's better, right? Because before you're drinking like the worst stuff, like battery acid, you know, but now it's like, I want to try this new craft beer Mm -hmm. because I think it's interesting. Or like this new brewery has a flight that I want to taste or this new wine. And then you have one glass and you're like, that's it. It's just completely reframing your mindset around it, I think. And this is not to like demonize it in any way. No way at all. Because I'm not going to say that I never like go out. You know, if it's a friend's birthday, like, of course, we have fun. We let ourselves like go a little further than usual. But yeah, um, maybe that's part of aging, too, because I just don't feel the need to. Mm -hmm. I would say my mental clarity got so much better. I wasn't clouded by things. I never had anxiety that was the worst the worst feeling waking up and just you just felt like a crushing feeling like you couldn't do anything and it lasts the entire day honestly now I get it when I have like one beer (laughs) and then I'm like the next day I would say too after the just feeling overall better I think my lifestyle just became better like you said I was just engaging in things that were a lot healthier, like waking up earlier. I used to wake up so... Everybody who knows me knows that I wake up at like 5 a.m. every day. Yeah. Um, And it was very uncharacteristic of me to wake up super late, not have my morning routine, just be completely out of sorts. And that is what alcohol did to me. It's interesting. I hated the person who I was when I was drinking like that. No, 100%. Um, which I'll get back to in a moment, but it's interesting that like both of our periods where we came to this reckoning around the same time because we were both at home. Mm, Yeah. And so I too used to wake up like much later and I kind of, that was like, we just reframed our routines. We both came to realize that we are morning people and not night people. So that was like letting myself go to bed at 10 not, not forcing myself to stay out. Yes, because I was always forcing myself to stay out. And it was like I was, do you know, having fun with my friends. I, wasn't say I, I wouldn't say I wasn't having fun, but it was like at that point when my battery was done, I couldn't leave. Yeah. And that is like a really anxiety-inducing feeling for me. But going back to what you were saying when you said that you hated who you were when you were drunk, um, I never, like, it always felt like a different person. Like, I had a really strong grasp of who I am, like, sober. And this is not to say I'm, like, belligerent or anything. Like, people are just like, oh, my God, you're so extroverted. And, Mm -hmm. like, you're so chatty and happy. Um, And I remember, actually, it was, like, my ex said one thing. And it stuck with me. And since he said it, every time I'm drunk, like, I can't relax. Where basically he was just like, yeah, you're really different. Like, I don't like it. 
And nobody else has ever echoed that sentiment. Everyone's just like, oh my God, you're so fun. Um, but since then it stuck with me and now I just like can't get comfortable in that space. That's so sad. It's like one a, person says something and it can stick with you. Uh, for yeah. Forever. Well, he sucks, but moving <laughs> on. Yeah. I think it's, it's a little scary. You see people that, you know, change when they get drunk. Yeah. Like people, they, I mean, I have so many friends who turn into completely different people when they drink and this is not to say they get like better or worse at all. Um, but it's just like a completely different person they have. And, and I will say even now, if I do get to that point where I am drunk, I definitely am, like you said, way more extroverted and like I laugh a lot and that's not who I am usually, which can be fun sometimes. But like you said, when you have such a strong sense of identity with yourself as just how you are without any like drugs or alcohol or whatever, any vices, like it is, it's very odd when you drink and you feel yourself kind of slipping away. Yeah. Which I guess is like, there's something to be said about the rigid compartmentalization that we keep ourselves in. Yeah, that's true. So post-college, I know you said you were going to happy hours with your friends and that's kind of how you guys would connect. But what was your what is your relationship with alcohol now? I don't really drink that much. Like um, something with dinner, maybe. Or, um, like once in a while, but even if I go to happy hour, it's just like one drink or something. And how much of that do you contribute to your past experiences with drinking versus your just with age and, and being a woman in your twenties? I think it's a little bit of both, but I mean, if I look at all of my friends, like I definitely think that I drink the least, um, and I'm also like the fastest to get drunk which is probably just that's so funny but I mean not to say that I'm like better or worse than anybody that's just like a difference right um I will say though it's interesting because even if there's nobody who's explicitly like putting pressure on you if you're in a situation where you're not and everyone is there's like in some kind of pressure whether that's explicit or like implicit and I think that's probably the hardest because it's like you don't want to feel like you're the bus kill or you're boring or whatever um and I think that's still like an insecurity or something that I think about it's also very interesting because even if you don't want to actually drink and feel the effects of alcohol or whatever if you go to a social event let's say a barbecue or dinner with some friends and everybody there is drinking or holding a cup in their hand of some sort of alcohol, you feel like you need to as well. Yeah. I always will like go out to bonfires or cookouts with my friends and they'll be holding a beer or some cocktails or something. And I'm like, oh, I, I don't want to be drinking right now, but maybe I guess I'll have something. Yeah. Maybe I'll just have one. And then it's like ugh, it, the cycle starts all over again. It's interesting. Um, we went to like one of my friends summer. I guess it was just like a party but it wasn't like a, it was during the day um and we had sparkling water the entire time but I will say just like the act of holding a can in my hand um alleviated a lot of the pressure because I was just like yeah I am drinking something and it was just like sparkling water yeah I think uh when I turned 20 
uh i live actually yeah when i was 20 i lived at school i lived back at school so that actually gave me like so many more opportunities to go back to drinking in college like how i was freshman year or how most people drink in college um and i didn't which was really interesting because i thought when i lived back at school I'm going to go out so much and I'm going to go out with my friends and meet so many new people. And when you have your own apartment, when you're an upperclassman, like junior, senior, you have your own apartment, you don't go to frat parties and bars anymore. You just kind of hang out with your friends and go to their parties and stuff whenever they host things. And so I thought I was going to be like going to so many of those and meeting so many people. And I can probably remember two times that I drank junior year, which is crazy because I thought, oh my God, when I go back to school, I'm going to have so much freedom. I'm going to be able to do so many things. And I just didn't want to. Yeah. I just didn't want to be going out. I didn't want to be drinking. It was crazy. Just the change in mindset. And every time I drank, I would have that same feeling of just the worst anxiety of my life and regret and then you're just like oh and it's not even regret like oh i did something bad it's just like i regret drinking yeah yeah i regret even like doing that last night but i think when i turned 21 um i mean i think a lot of people do say this about when you turn 21 and you become of age you just kind of stop do you think it's because um now that it's not forbidden anymore some of the allure is gone i guess so but I will say the way that I like to drink is very different. Like, I love a happy hour. Yeah. I love going happy hour. I honestly... Where you just, like, nurse a drink and yeah. have an appetizer and you're like, I'm I mean, good. I love happy hour food. I love happy hour drinks. Like, I love going out during the day because, like you said, we are not night people. I like to be in bed starting my routine at 9 p.m. Yeah. Your extensive nighttime routine. Yeah, mostly earlier, actually. I start my nighttime routine at 8, so that does not... It's 10.14 right now. How do you feel? <sighs> I'm tired. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't like to go out. So if I'm drinking, I want it to be like a drink at happy hour and that's it. I don't want to be doing all this going out, putting my makeup on, getting ready. That's just not me. However, I do have tons of friends who love that. Which and I, I can, also respect the no, hustle. 100%. And they look beautiful, fabulous. They go out, they have a great night. That is just not me. How do you deal with... I think because like... In both of our friend groups, we were in the minority where we were not as into it, but other people were more um, involved in that type of culture. Not in a derogatory way, but like, you know, they would just go out and stuff like, but you didn't really want to. How do you deal with like saying no to that? Because even if they're not pressuring you, you kind of like pressure yourself. Yeah, I think... I think you just have to put yourself in a place to understand that the world is not going to end if you don't do one thing. 100%. Your friends are not going to stop being friends with you because you didn't go out with them one night. You're not going to miss the amount of memories that you've made with them thus far by missing one night going out. Right. Because then if you are, then they're not like quality friends. Exactly. I think... You just have to reframe your mindset around it because when I stopped thinking of it as, oh, I'm going to be missing out, but it's more like I'm finally putting myself first. That's the best feeling. I'm finally valuing myself and I actually care about myself and taking care of myself. I mean, it's just a game changer because we don't need that for us to feel close to our friends. 
which is a very privileged thing to say because I do know that a lot of people in college go through the whole like you know you have your friends that you only go out with and stuff and and now we're at a point in our lives where we have really good friends that we actually like to spend time with sober which is really really nice which I do just want to make a blanket statement um to say that this is in no way trying to demonize people who enjoy going out or who want to drink or you know do whatever often because if that's your lifestyle and you are being safe about it and you're like taking care of yourself then like by all means you know um it's just a kind of reflection on our personal journeys about it so in no way are we trying to be like holier than thou or whatever no no way trust me i have some stories that are definitely not holier than thou and yeah like you said i mean there we still we're not even saying that we're like sober or anything no like for my we have friend's nights birthday out. like a couple weeks ago i went out i yeah. was like woo. yeah we have nights out for sure i think i mean i will say too i i live at home right now so I, I just don't go out because I live at home. Alcohol is expensive. I'm a grad student. I'm like, I'm just going to drink some juice and pretend at this point. Yeah. yeah. And to me, honestly, I'd just be liking the taste of cocktails. Anyone who knows me knows I like a mule. And if I can have the same thing in a mocktail, I would drink that too. So yeah. it's not really about the alcohol for me. It's more just about the taste and stuff. You ask me that. So... To wrap this up in a nice little bow, let's bring it back to who we are and our identities and how being Indian affects our relationship with alcohol and engaging in drinking culture. Yeah, I will say um, that kind of makes it more forbidden because obviously that's like a big no-no. But I mean, let us not fool ourselves. Um, a, A lot of the Indian people you know a lot of the aunties who swear up and down that their kids are straight laced, like their kids are drinking, I promise. And they're drinking too. And they're drinking. And it's like, whatever, you know. Um, I will say that for me, it's not like when I drink, I feel like I'm betraying my identity or like going against my culture. I'm not religious, so it's not a religious thing for me either it was just like a personal um like mental health physical health kind of thing what about you I don't think that I ever felt like I was betraying anybody (laughs) maybe that's bad I don't know um maybe when we keep it a secret like when we had to keep it a secret I did kind of feel bad that I wasn't like being honest I mean I felt bad that I was like going out and you know our parents didn't know about it but I also would not want them to yeah (laughs) um I don't know I think for me as same as you I it does feel kind of weird um because it is something that you're not supposed to be doing but I think for us it wasn't so much a cultural thing as it was just a you're not 21 so don't do this we don't I mean our you've met our parents like we they're pretty chill Obviously, they don't want us going out and getting crazy, but that's more because we're not 21 and less because we're Indian. But I do know that there are people whose parents are very strict about that. And they went through the whole going out, going crazy because they never they were never exposed to alcohol before. And going out in college was the first time that they were even able to do that, which made it, you know, 10 times worse than it needed to be. 
now it's a Thursday night, 10, 21 p.m. And, you know, a couple of years ago, maybe we would have been going out right now. But, but right now, we're going to bed. We're going to bed. That's the only place we're going. We're going to sleep. So thank you for joining us this week. And we will see you again very soon. Bye. Bye.